0: Hello and welcome to this brand new episode of Tapping Into Abundant Success. We are just stepping into September. The energies have completely changed. Everyone's kind of coming back together again after an amazing summer. And typically here in the UK, we have an amazing heat wave. So nobody wants to be sat at their desk doing interviews. We want to be out there. (laughs) So on that note, anyway, I hope you've all had an amazing summer and you are pleased to be back so I have an amazing guest for me today and her name is Sharon Sammy. So I'm going to let Sharon introduce herself to you because her story of her background from where she's come to where she is now is absolutely massive. So Sharon, tell us a little bit about you, where you are, what you do and let's see your energy in full motion here. Awesome. Thank you,
1: Vicky. Thank you for having me. I've been super excited to be here. So yeah, so I'm Sharon. I'm a wife and I'm a mother of two beautiful earth angels. I always mention my family and my children first because it's my highest value. Um, I'm here in the UK near Wolverhampton. So for those of you in the UK, you can probably tell by the accent. I spent pretty much about 20 years of my life in the corporate banking world, thinking and believing that was the only way for me. Because that is the set path, job for life, security, and all of that lovely stuff. And I loved what I did with a passion in banking. I accelerated at such a rapid speed, six-figure salary, all of the perks to go with it. But then 17 years ago, something dramatically changed. And I started my personal development journey. And the the thing, and we're going to cover this anyway, but the most important thing, first of all, that I started with was gratitude, having an attitude of gratitude. And from then on, my development, and my training took me through various coaching modalities, healing modalities. I'm a natural psychic medium. And I started with Reiki. So I trained in, you know, Reiki, healer, master, teacher and traditional Reiki, Usui Reiki, lots of different modalities, NLP, Theta Healing, lots of other stuff. And then it came to a point and this was all whilst, you know, working full time and doing all of this stuff in my spare time, weekends, evenings, even taking annual leave from the banking industry. So it was like I had kind of two worlds. I was living two worlds, two personas, and I was like in the corporate shadow. And then something came to me where it was like, I'm not doing the true things that I meant to be here, my true purpose. I got married almost 11 years ago had my two wonderful earth angels. And at that point, my youngest is six years old now. And when I was on maternity leave, that's when it really hit me hard. What is going on? And I just thought to myself, I can't go back to corporate, six o'clock in the morning till six o'clock at at night. Where's my life going to be with my children and my family? My whole values changed in life. And then I started as a serial manifester, love to manifest things, um, literally work towards coming out of the corporate world to start my business. So just before the pandemic, I did that. And I'm now a manifesting abundance mentor and intuitive energy healer. And I love just working with women from around the world. And I just love to shine and to inspire. So that's me.
0: Oh, it's brilliant, Sharon. Thank you so much for Thank sharing your story. Now, I do... I do resonate massively with parts of where you're at. You know, you've gone from a corporate world, which is very rigid, very you don't speak about things like this, to actually owning your power, owning your gifts, owning your magic. And then you haven't just done that. You've then up leveled again and gone. Well, actually, I'm going to tap into my gifts. I'm going to show up in the world. I'm going to create magic and I'm going to manifest everything that I desire and you have put that into motion and you've made that a practice that you don't just make an order with the universe, you've made it a part of your lifestyle. So what was the first thing you ever manifested? Because I think this is really good for those that are listening that might be stuck in that manifestation phase, right? We've all been there. Yeah. Manifestation phase and what, what would message would you really want to give them? What was it for you when you're going, oh, this manifestation stuff isn't working and then you had a breakthrough? What was that? Yeah. You? yeah,
1: and we were speaking about this, weren't we, just previously as well, Vicky, that we all manifest in our own ways and whether we know that or we're aware of it, we're always constantly manifesting. For me, it was... I recall when I was six years old, okay, it was when I was really little. And I entered this painting competition for a local bank. My mom had a magazine. It had like a painting competition. I read it. I got all my creative stuff out, all of the paints, painted this wonderful picture of our local park. And then here's the thing, because as a child, you're not really super conditioned in terms of, you know, what's, you know, all of that, the fears and all of that stuff. So I painted the picture. I gave it to my mom to hand in. She entered it. And I just felt really excited that I'd painted the picture and my mom was putting the entry in. But then I completely forgot about it because I was a six year old child, carried on, forgot about it, went to school, did all the lovely fun stuff. And then a few weeks later, my mom got a letter. There was no emails back then. <laughs> my mom got a letter. She, it was addressed to me. So I opened the letter with my mom and we, I had actually won four tickets to a local theme park here in the UK. It was called Alton Towers. Two children tickets, two adult tickets. And it was amazing. And I was like at six years old, that was imprinted. And I was just like so shocked that then I then went on to enter a lot more competitions. And I had that thought in my mind that I've already won. I've already won. But then at that same point as well, because I was so super young, I concentrated on other things in life, going to school, playing with my friends, having fun. And then I used to get the letters and I used to get all of the competition, you know, the prizes come through. And it was a lot of different prizes, like a camera, um money. There was different things to um invitations to a Tom and Jerry anniversary party, which was like a kid's party. There was lots of different things that I won. But then I have come across times in my life when, manifesting didn't quite go to plan so even though you've had that and i've had that you know instilled within me you know i've had other situations where it didn't quite go to plan do you want me to talk about a contrast
0: um, yeah you can do but I, i'd really like to hear about your first one where you had to go through that breakthrough first
1: the breakthrough yeah okay so let's talk about that then with the breakthrough so initially what I wanted to do was I I wanted to initially move to Australia and then I went to Australia just to visit and I thought I'm so super homesick this is not going to happen so I put out to the universe and just literally just in my thoughts looked up and just said if anything was possible for me what is possible and my higher self said to me go on to tv get on to tv and then the devil on my shoulder you know all those inner critics said to me It's not going to happen. Why are you thinking that? You've you've just qualified from university. You've got an amazing banking job. You've just got a promotion. You've got an opportunity to move to Australia with banking if you want to. You don't want to do that because you're homesick. Just go back to banking. Go back home, back to the UK. Then the angel on the shoulder said TV. So what did I do? I came back home. In my banking job, and there was something still niggling at me. You know, you've ever heard that that voice in the back of your mind thinking, you know, you've got to do something about this. And it was niggling so much to the point that I actually resigned from my banking job. My parents were like copsmacked. They were like, What are you doing? You know, you've got a fantastic salary, you've got a job security and all of this stuff. What are you doing? And I was like, But I want to fulfill my childhood dream. So, and that was to go onto TV. So And I thought, oh, it's just going to land in my lap. But obviously, it's not going to land in your lap, is it? So I made so many phone calls. And all of the phone calls were saying, put it all in writing. So I put everything in writing. And I must have wrote over 50 letters with pictures, stamped addressed envelopes. And I posted them. And I was so super excited because I thought, this is it. This is just going to happen. This is it. It's just going to happen. And then And bearing in mind, I wasn't working in banking. So this was the only thing that I had to concentrate on. And then it was like the emotional scale, because you're at that point where you're like, yes, it's going to happen. And then the days pass by and you don't hear anything. And then you kind of go a bit lower in your energy and your vibration and your emotions to the point where you then you start start questioning. Is it going to happen? Should I have gone back to banking? Should I have not? What's happening What's going on? You know, there's the inner critic and the devil on the shoulder said, I told you so. You know, I told you so. This is not the path for you. So, continued, tried to like battle through it, continued. Then I got a letter and I got super excited. I ran, opened the letter, but it was my self-addressed envelope anyway. Um, so I knew it was one of the, one of the, um, the letters coming through from the TV agents and I ripped open the letter and it was like, thanks, but no thanks. You're not suitable for us. Um, good luck, but you're not, you're not going to be, you know, promoted on our books to which I felt really super disheartened. And then throughout the next couple of weeks or so, I kept getting the same envelopes back. And it was rejection, rejection. You're not good enough. You know, you're not suitable. You're not what we're quite looking for. Rejection, 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 to which I did go down to the bottom of the emotional scale. I was upset. I was frustrated. I was angry. I was like, literally thinking I've made the biggest, worst decision of my life, leaving banking, my successful banking career to do this. Who am I to do this? You know, all of that doubt. And then all of a sudden, My higher self, which I call the angel on the shoulder, came up and said to me, you've got this, have that faith. And that's that inner intuition talking to you, your inner self. So then I thought to myself, actually, I've done this for a reason. Let's reframe. And this was the whole breakthrough point here, because when I reframed and I continually got letters of rejection, I reframed it and I said, smiled. I'm failing forward. So that no is going to take me closer to the next yes. Thank you. And I literally was so like happy to get these no's that I was ripping open the envelopes and like, no, that's great. Next kind of thing. And so I continued to to ensure that my vibration and my emotional level was high. And that was because I reframed everything to a positive, like, oh, I'm just going to get closer to a yes. And then that day landed where I got a letter and I had no attachment to the letter because I didn't know the outcome. And I was just like, I'm, it's just going to happen. And I ripped open the envelope and this envelope wasn't actually my writing. So it wasn't a stamp to just envelope. It was actually a different one. So I ripped open the envelope and he was like, yes, we'd love to promote you. Um, we'd love to have you on our books. You know, here are the details. And the funny thing here was, well, it's not funny. It's synchronicity because I don't believe in coincidences, everything is meant to happen. It was actually an agency in the same city of where my banking office was. It was five minutes away from my banking office, which meant I didn't have to change location. I didn't have to move to the other side of the country. And I went there And I was given background work initially on UK TV station like programs because I didn't have any acting experience because I'd had a banking degree and I'd got a successful banking career, like a graduate job, and then promoted from there in the banking industry. So I had no experience. But within a short space of time, and this was another breakthrough, that I really pushed myself, went back to the agent and said, you haven't got anybody like me on your books. I'm so confident. I'm capable of doing this put me forward for TV commercials so after a couple of days thinking about it he put me forward for some auditions for TV commercials so then I did about five or six TV commercials of which then I said this isn't cutting it from my banking job I need to do something else that's more stimulating that's more permanent put me forward for a proper role and he said no and this is the thing, OK, because what did I learn from my first breakthrough that a no is basically you fail forward. So I use that same analogy. He said no. So every day for 13 days, I kid you not, I was on the phone to him and I said, can you put me forward? Has anything come through? And he's like, no, Sharon, no, Sharon, no, Sharon, no, Sharon. And then on the 14th day, before I had chance to ring him, he actually rung me and said, would you like to go for this audition for a top UK TV soap? It's a featured part but would you like to go I was like yes so I went the next day in my corporate suit because that's all the kind of clothing in my proper black corporate suit my red lipstick black stilettos and I'm standing in the audition room everybody around me taller skinnier they've got their leather portfolios you know probably with their pictures and everything and there's me with my handbag and my corporate suit and instantly I felt like I didn't belong like that imposter syndrome who am I to do this and then my higher self the angel on the shoulder popped up and said you've got this you can do this the devil then came even louder and said this is the wrong position for you you're doing this all wrong go back to your corporate job The angel on the shoulder said, just go shine your brightest light. You've got this. Then I was called in. So on that note, when I was called in, I shined, super shined and answered all the questions. And then I got a phone call later that evening from my agent and said, you've got the job. You've got the position. And I was jumping for joy. Did that for three weeks. Got got to know the producers, the directors, etc. And it was a short um, featured part to which then I landed a permanent role on the top UK TV soap without any acting experience with being told it was impossible with having no's and rejections. So I went from turning the impossible to possible because I'm possible. And so are you listening out there. You can really turn what it is that you want into a reality. You just have to use that breakthrough method that I used in terms of like bailing forward. We're always going to go through like obstacles, challenges, you know, stumbling blocks in the road. But it's about really persisting and driving yourself forward.
0: Completely agree. And thank you so much for sharing that story, because I know a lot of people go through the same thing. But there was something that came up that I thought, actually, I'd really want to like get into juicy conversation about this. You said about the reframe. So I come from an angle where. It's not always as easy to just choose the thoughts in your mind, you actually have to work with the energetics that feed those thoughts. Because that's my experience. And that was yeah. me stuck in a very dark space. Telling myself all these positivity shit that everyone tells you to say, because... Yeah oh, by the way, you just need to do positive affirmations. Oh, you just need to reframe it. Or you just need to believe in something else. And I actually don't believe that that's the way forward. I believe you've got to connect with the energy of it as well. So what what would you say to someone who is in that space of going, well, actually, right now, I am really trying to change my mind and these limiting beliefs that keep coming up. But doing the breakthrough the way you suggested wouldn't work for them because of the yeah. level vibration they're in. So what would yeah, you give to someone in that in that state? Yeah. And I can totally give the guidance. And the reason is, it's because my personal
1: development journey didn't kick in at that stage. When I resigned from banking, it kicked in probably about a couple of years later. So I didn't know about gratitude and affirmations and all of this stuff. All I knew was from my background, entering competitions, always getting the things I wanted. And then I came to the position of women banking. I want to do something else. I don't want to move to Australia. It was a childhood dream, but I'm homesick. What can I do? And then to that point of, oh, go on TV, which is so random. And I didn't know about affirmations or anything. So what happened for me was I did get into a low position. Okay, I'm not going to kid you here. I was like, tears. Okay, when I got the first rejection, I mean, I don't even think I've had a rejection in my life before. (laughs) So I was at that point where... Quit my corporate banking job. Parents are saying to me, Why have you just done that for? You've just, you know, gone through a whole university degree, got the position. Look how lucky you are. And you've just thrown it all in. What are you doing? So I didn't really have that super support on my side either. And it felt like I was doing it all alone to the point where I was crying and I was thinking, Shall I go back? The inner critic was like, You've made the biggest mistake of your life. Just pick up the phone, ring your manager, and just go back into corporate office. You can do that. And It was like I got to that point and then more letters were coming through, more rejections, more rejections, more rejections, to the point where, you know, you get to that lowest point and you think, can I get any lower? So the only other thing I could do was either laugh or cry because I got to that point of, like, disbelief of, like, what is going on here, you know, what is the bigger picture here? And the key thing here in terms of the breakthrough and the reframe was, It was two options that I was going to be faced with. I was either going to have a rejection or I was going to have a yes. There's not going to be any in between. It's either going to be yes or it's going to be a no. I desperately wanted the yes, but I was continually getting the no. So then the thing that I I did, and it's probably automatic, was putting myself in a position where, and this is a really good exercise for you to do listening out there, is put yourself in the position where you've had previous successes before, Because you haven't always had no, 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 no for your whole life. You've probably heard so many no, no, no's as a child, because we all have, you know. But it's like, what successes have you had in life? Even the smallest success. What successes have you had? So even for me, I was thinking back when I was younger and I was at school and I got a certificate, you know, an attendance certificate. And then I kept thinking, you know, other things like I was at university and the things that I was doing. Like I, I started DJing on a local the student radio station and people were listening, you know, and other things like I, I qualified from university. I got graduate job offers. Um, I fulfilled that you know, all of the different successes in life. And it could be anything, it could be you passed your driving test, you baked a cake, and it actually worked. Because I mean, when I bake cakes, they don't tend to, sometimes they don't rise, you know, those successes. And the key thing here is I was tapping into, okay, what has worked for me previously? What, What are the things that I have done that's been positive in my life? So instead of thinking about all the negatives, what have I done that's positive in my life? And I was bringing that energy into it. So I had a successful university degree. I took the action, applied for jobs, and I got a graduate job. So I knew that it could work. Because I'd seen the evidence. So it was about creating that evidence in my mind. So I'd created the evidence. I knew that I'd got a graduate job from, you know, competing against, you know, the national, you know, people that have qualified and, you know, got university degrees and were applying for the same position. And it was the same situation here. So even though I was getting no's, I was turning that then into a positive. Well, actually, I am good. I'm actually damn good. And even if I haven't got any, you know tv experience which i didn't have any i thought back to when i got a graduate job and i got promotion i didn't have any experience because i just started in banking but then it's about having that inner confidence and feeling your own self-worth and thinking do you know what can i do this yeah i can do this why can't i do this i can do this And it is then actually looking at other people, you know, having role models, because even, you know, the most famous actors and actresses, they started from somewhere. At some point, they didn't have any acting experience and they they got their first position, however they did. So it's like not directly comparing yourself, but thinking to yourself, well, actually, if it's possible for them, and I always believe anything is possible, then anything is possible and you Mm -hmm. can do it. And I've always believed anything is possible. And I've always believed that. And that's why now it's the name of my Facebook group, Anything Is Possible. And that was before I did any personal development at all. So it's just bringing the examples of having your previous successes, even like making a cake, driving, certificates, whatever it is, you achieved it. It could have gone two ways. You could have not achieved it or you could have achieved it. And you did achieve it. So it's the same. And then bringing that example and that energy here, And thinking, well, actually, it can happen. And it was in divine timing because it didn't happen straight away. And I was at the lowest point of the emotional scale and then just lifted myself back up and just just letting go of the attachment, you know, not attaching to the outcome and just knowing it's going to happen at some point. And it did. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no,
0: I'm here, here, and that's great. Some fabulous tips there. And yeah, great. I did very good exercise is to be able to look at successes you've already had in your life. And actually, what I find is a lot of people don't do that ever. So start doing that and bring that into your world too. And because some people I've heard it saying, um, you can't get confidence. You have to grow your confidence. Yeah. So I'm just going to add on there to what Sharon is saying about you know doing the mindset work the mindset work is really important but so is the energy so if you're feeling like you're really trying hard to shift your mindset you're trying hard to shift those beliefs maybe have a look at other energetic tools instead because Mm. the mindset on its own is not enough to clear the path when you are in a space of darkness so on that note, I just wanted to hand over because Sharon is absolutely amazing at what she does. And she's had her own experiences of it. Um, And, you know, that that's her job. Her job is in helping people manifest more things. So, Sharon, where would people find you if they wanted to come and ask you a question? Yeah, thank you. So I'm across social media or the major platform channel, so Facebook
1: um Instagram and also LinkedIn you can just connect to me um Sharon and it's with an A not an O so Sharon Sammy but more importantly I do have a private Facebook group if you search anything is possible you can just basically join it's the Manifest in Abundance Collective where anything is possible so just search for anything is possible and you can come and join my world, which is high vibe. I do a lot of different um, live coaching, readings, psychic readings, healings, um, mindset work, energetic work, and it's just a fun space to be in. And it's it's great fun and it's with women all around the world. So come and join that. I've also in October, October the 9th, in fact, in a few weeks time, I'm going to be doing a free five day um, challenge. And it's all to do with manifesting money and abundance. So if you're interested in that, I'll give Vicky the link, you can feel free to, to sign up for that. And that's just a free five day. And I literally talk you through various tasks, um, the theory behind it, the mindset, the energetics to manifest more money in abundance. So thank you.
0: Oh, brilliant, Sharon. It's been great to have you on the podcast today. So that's a wrap for today, guys. You can come and check me out on the Spiritual Entrepreneurs Business Growth Group on Facebook as well. And obviously your vibe is all about tapping into more abundant success. So go tapping, make it happen, believe in yourself and just remember no matter where you are, you can always succeed. Thank you, Sharon. It's been a pleasure and we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you.